You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. This episode is all about rhythm, y'all. Back in episode 59, our Fear of the Free Child Sistrin and songstress Yolanda Coles-Jones of Mother Jones Music out of Charlottesville, she was talking to us about rhythm. I invited Yolanda to be part of the de-schooling release party back in January of this year because for me, there's such a rhythm to her family that she shares on Instagram in a way that feels for me like community. I get a sense of community and connectedness, and it feels good to just see like another woman with her brown babies all in the mix, all in her kitchen, all in her life, learning and growing together, actively identifying as de-schoolers and embracing so much of self-directed education in their lives and also embracing her own pursuits as a musician and a photographer. She's also a stylist, just, just awesome. Her husband also, they co-run a business. He's a barber, so they're entrepreneurs as well. And just a lot of flow, a lot of emergent, not forced structure. We talked about how the rhythm of things showed up in their lives and what that meant for them as they were embracing self-directed education. And so that rhythm, that term, that feeling, that energy of rhythm has been showing up for me since this year started. And it's coming right back around now as we are in the seventh month and it, it makes perfect sense <laughs> for my own flow. For me as an unschooler thinking about rhythm, I want to remember to practice feeling and trusting my rhythm, allowing room for me to practice the changes I want to see, but not at the expense of acknowledging and even prioritizing the rhythms that are innately mine and making that same sort of space for my children to develop and to have a level of trust, for me to have a level of trust in their rhythm, trusting that they have enough support and intuition and guidance and good sense <laughs> to develop and refine their own rhythm without me trying to control any of that, you know? Because y'all know we talk about disrupting old parenting patterns over here, right? And <laughs> sometimes we don't know what to do, but it can still be enough to just disrupt what we've been doing when we realize that how we're approaching children and what we believe in aren't lining up in that moment. So this is about recognizing when we're out of rhythm with how we want to show up in the world, the type of parents we want to be, the type of mentors or guides or facilitators, friends, whatever that we want to be, looking at the ways that we can do that and disrupt the patterns that stop us from doing that. So you're going to hear my audio collage <laughs> about these offerings in support of rhythm. First, you're going to hear Honeysuckle Moon share her natural wellness festival for the indigenous woman offering. I love even saying that. <laughs> She's all about getting us back in rhythm with spirit and body. And that's coming up in Atlanta tomorrow. If you're in the ATL area, you definitely want to come through for that. Then Moji, our resident doula and wise African woman is going to Speak to us Queen Sugar fans. If you watch Queen Sugar, let me know because that's my show. And she's going to talk about Ralph Angel and his 
necessary de-schooling process. He's, she's going to talk about some of the schoolishness that was showing up for him, more so in the book, maybe a little less so in the series. But yeah, I like this. And I'm taking a call in this like de-schooling sightings. So either being able to identify somebody's de-schooling happening or an opportunity for some de-schooling to happen. So Moji's going to bring that in for us. Then I'm going to read letter number one of the nine support letters to people raising free people. Episode 90 details the what and why of that if you don't know. And then the show notes page for today's episode is raisingfreepeople.com forward slash nine one. All right. Peace and love. Greetings, family. This is Honeysuckle Moon. I wish to invite each of you to this year's Vibrant Moon's Natural Wellness Festival for the Indigenous Woman. We will have over 25 wellness presenters, panelists, and workshops in the areas of self-care, reproductive justice, plant-based wellness, and agriculture. There will be plenty of natural vendors, various performances, including yoga demonstrations, and the tastiest vegan food from companies that include Creole Vegan and Refreshness. We welcome you to join us in Atlanta, Georgia on July 21st and 22nd, 2018 from 12 to 8 p.m. Give thanks. That calls foolishness, that ignorance, and also the inferiority complex. in the book, Wrath Angel is just obsessed. He keeps thinking about how he didn't finish college and he has an inferiority complex because of it. I attach that to schoolishness because we expect that when we, when we don't go through school, go through the track of this, this, and then this, and then this, then we're complete failures. Well, and that and the, the results from it, consequences, the respectability ideas that come out of that is that we beat ourselves down and then we can't move forward. And also between parent and child, we're telling them, oh, if only you do this, if only you learn this, if only you do this, this and that, then you'll be successful. That comes into our minds. That's a lot of what we have to undo, unlearn when we're de-schooling. That schoolishness that if we don't, because we didn't do this, this and that, we're failures. And that's why I actually, I really like the episode you had with Dida Academy, because they accepted um, a high school dropout and give them an environment where they're like, you don't have to do this, this and that. You just have to create and just be here and do something, you know, and give them space to actually do that in their own terms. It's also why I feel like children need to know that school is a choice, even if they decide to go, even if their parents are telling them that they need to go, because it's a choice. Not doing it doesn't mean you're this failure. (laughs) And um, there are other things that you can do. And so that opens up your mind and keeps you from getting an inferiority complex. And people from making you feel less than because they follow directions that didn't even speak to them and that they may not even remember anything from. 
So of course, as like in the definition, it definitely stands in the way of liberation living. I really feel like a lot of people who, are, who drop out of school, if they had an outlet, if they knew about unschooling, if they knew that they didn't have to fit into the school, if they knew if that school was a choice and that there are other things to do, how amazing would that be that they could just be like, this place is not for me. Fuck it. Let me go do this. Let me go strew and find something else to do, you know, and be successful at it instead of beating myself up and making decision after decision based on that inferiority complex. I call schoolishness that ignorance and also the inferiority complex. Yeah, the ignorance that you cannot succeed outside of this preset, outside of schooling. And schoolishness is also the bad decisions that come from that ignorance and that inferiority complex. This letter is comprised mostly of an introduction letter that I did for the Raising Free People workshop that happened last year. There were 14 of us in that group. And after a series of um, phone calls and emails, a lot of this is what I wrote to them. And a lot of it still applies right here in this space. So shout out to the 13 women with whom I shared that space for that first round of Raising Free People workshop. If you're listening, this will sound familiar to you. For everyone else, for all of us listening, engage and enjoy. No one here needs to be convinced that they may be using tools of oppression in their relationship with a child or that children deserve to be free. What we're looking for are ways to put liberation-minded parenting into practice. We want the children in our care to be confidently themselves wherever they are and to have the empathy and the connectedness to want that for other people too. And we're ready to start feeling well-supported while we test out these practices. It's a sure-footedness in a sense. That's the goal our own growing confidence about this choice, our present moment, as well as the long-term implications and hopes. That's the goal. And I feel we can build that sure-footedness by engaging more deeply in our own intuitive knowledge, by having more listening-focused conversations with children, you know, observing more and reacting less. Accepting but also steadily shortening the dissonance gap between our own beliefs and our behaviors. Also by deepening our understanding of the ways that varying forms of oppression intersect and are perpetuated. And lastly, we can build that sure-footedness by disrupting our tendencies and old norms with mindful, consistent, freedom-centered action you are interested in passing on cultural justice and liberation-minded ideas to your children without forcing it on them. You want to feel confident in your 
ability to mind the gap between how you choose to parent and how your parents and in-laws or whoever feel about it. You want practices you can apply in everyday conversations and interactions. You want tools you can also give to other people because you want to support communities like ours. Because yeah, you want this, us, this commitment to this work to be one of your circles. And so it is. Bear of the Free Child is a weekly podcast that centers diverse narratives, insightful commentary, learning with our children and de-schooling ourselves, owning our multiple identities and treating children with dignity, creating community and sharing conversation from often silenced spaces, breathing life into liberation practices proactively and on purpose. It's about parenting. It's about self-directed education, loving. It's about learning. Thanks for listening to Fair the Free Child podcast. Like the show? Then show your love or give your feedback at akilasrichards.com.